Hello and welcome to this Life Changes podcast. You are now listening to one of our Sunday messages. If you'd like to know more about Life Changes, you can visit us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Now lean in and enjoy. Good evening everybody. It's great being here. Um, a huge privilege. Thank you Gabe. Thank you team. Yeah, we've been part of this church for 14 years. And um, this is my first time preaching this evening. I'm not nervous at all. 14 years. 14 years. But before I start, I just want to, I just want to pray for us. Lord Jesus, we just, just as we sang this evening, we give glory and honor to your name. Father, the, when you sent your son Jesus to die for us, it is because you loved us and you brought heaven down to earth. We ask that you would open just the ears to our heart this evening so we would hear your voice clearly. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so I've said welcome. It's great to be here, standing at the beginning of 2019. And um, who else is excited about 2019? I think we'll all agree it's a year that, that holds potentially many adventures, sadness, new, new jobs, new areas to explore in life. And... Um, but before we dive into that, I just wanted to share with you a little bit about our story. I'm married to my sole partner and best friend, Maria. We married for 23 years. I've known her for 24. We have three energetic boys, Nathan, Oliver, and Sebastian. And I'd like just to share with you the story of how we met nearly 25 years ago. It was a very cold and rainy day in London, England, as it is most of the time, as the family know. McPherson's. So I went traveling in 1994, left school, went to university, wanted to explore, go on adventures. And um, on a rainy day, a rainy Sunday, I went to a ski show that started, well, a ski show in Olympia. It's an exhibition center area. The ski season was about to start in Europe. And I thought, well, let me go see if I can maybe find some work and explore, go on an adventure. When I arrived in England, however, the first thing I bought was the biggest golfing umbrella I could afford. Because of the rain, I thought, well, I need this thing. And so on that day, as the the train pulled into the Olympia Stadium, I got off and it was bucketing down. I opened my big umbrella and uh, I started walking away from the platform and I heard this little voice, excuse me. Can I come under your umbrella? True story. True story. And that was my wife, Maria. So I said, yeah, of course. So we walked to the ticket office, started chatting, spent the day together, had a great time. There was some rock climbing and all sorts to do. And I thought, wow, an amazing woman. But as you do, figuring out and finding out she was in a relationship. And I thought, nah, I'm here. For adventures, I've come here to travel, not going there, but little did I know. So as we we leave the exhibition and we're on our way home, her stop was up first, and um, she had other plans. And as she walked out, she was about to leave the train, literally. She wrote her work number on the exhibition ticket and handed it to me and said, give me a call. Well, it took me a good part of four days to get some Dutch courage together. 
Just to be told when our phone date works, sorry, I can't talk to you right now, I'm busy. So another two days passed. But yes, the rest is history. That's how it started. And today she's my wife, mother to my three lovely boys. And um, I didn't know that day that I was going to meet my soulmate. But God knew. I thought I was going to a ski show. So from his perspective, I went to the ski show. But from God's perspective, he introduced me to my soulmate, my love of my life. So I want to encourage you tonight that whatever your situation is looking, looking like, through God's perspective, he sees beyond what you see. He will give you courage to continue. I can so clearly recognize God's hand, his attention to detail, his fatherly love, and care during times of my life when I was off on my own mission. And really, he's used all situations to prepare us for what lies ahead and gives us perspective on our situations for both the present and the future. So the title of my preach tonight is The Power of Perspective. Now the definition of perspective is, it actually finds its root in Latin, meaning look through or perceive. And all the meanings of perspective have something to do with looking. You can put up the next slide. So I'm hoping that will give you a, a slightly clearer picture of perspective. I hope you all get that. So the reason I want to unpack the power of perspective or the looking into is that I believe in doing so, it will help us in dealing with everyday challenges. When you get to that place, when you think, why is God allowing this to happen in my life? Stop, look back across your life, and give praise to that which he has done for you, prepared for you. Take a look at a particular instance where you prayed, where you asked, where you trusted God to direct you, and then look at how things unfolded after that for you. Draw courage and declare his life over your life, your situation, and watch him do it again. I'd like to look at a biblical example. In the book of Exodus, in the beginning, Moses returns to Egypt as per instructions of God to be part of his plan for setting his people free from Israel, from Egypt, sorry, his people Israel free from Egypt. In Exodus 6, 6, we read, this is God speaking to Moses and giving him a promise saying, therefore, say to the people of Israel, I am the Lord. I will free you from your oppression and will rescue you from your slavery in Egypt. I will redeem you with a powerful arm and great acts of judgment. That was the start of the Israelites being set free. What follows is God's plan to release the Israelites from Egypt, where Pharaoh was ruling with an iron hand. For time's sake, I'm not going to go through all the nine disasters that God had cast on Egypt, making Pharaoh's heart hard, but in that, protecting his people throughout the whole journey. There was the turning of water into blood, but yet the Israelites in that still received clean drinking water 
the plague of the frogs, which never touched the Israelites, the plague of the gnats, plague of the flies, killing of all the livestock. The Israelites were protected. Then the plague of hail, festering of boils, locusts, darkness, and then finally the death of the Egyptian firstborns. Pharaoh finally, after he lost his son, who was about to be king, set the Israelites free. The Egyptian people were so afraid that they were going to die. They almost cheered the Israelites on to leave. What, what follows is probably one of the greatest miracles that God performed was when he parted the Red Sea. He had prepared his people throughout those plagues for what he was about to do. He was showing them love and fulfilling his promise. But still, there were those that doubted him. Can you imagine standing on the banks of the Red Sea and going, way to now? I can just imagine the whispers among the people, the doubt. Although they had just been set free from a ruler who was ruthless towards them, saw God's hand with the plagues move miraculously, they must have thought we're surely going to die. But yet, we read in Exodus 14.10, as Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone. Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. But Moses, knowing God, trusting him, said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Then that evening, the wind started blowing and started parting the sea. So when the Israelites woke up the next morning, the sea had been parted. The seabed was dry for them to walk through. They walked through and watched how God brought the waters down and destroyed the whole Egyptian army for each and every Israelite to see. I'm pretty sure that during... During all of this, there must have been those that encouraged those that had doubt by using their power of perspective, declaring that God will perform another great miracle again as he did during the time of the plagues. So my challenge to you this evening, be that person. Be that person wherever you find yourself to take that different, that godly perspective on a situation and declare his goodness because of how he has performed miracles in your life when you look back, where you prayed and cried out to him. A few years ago, God presented us as a family with an opportunity to rent out our house in Markle Strand. During the whole process of renting our property, I was quite stubborn and specific because I really wanted to know that this was God's will for our family because it was a big move. So I prayed and I seeked him. 
And I was quite specific around how I wanted to rent my house out. I advertised my house on Gumtree. I had agents all over it, and I said to my wife, I want to rent a house out. No agents involved. Sorry if there are any agents here. And then also, the rate that we charged our house at was about 20% above market rate. I remember having, having a meal with a friend of ours, and I, I asked his view, and he gave me a number, and I said, are you really? And he said, go for it. Watch God show his hand and his direction. God lined everything up. Honestly, it was impossible for us to do. As I handed control over to him, the rest was really history. He knew the times that would lie ahead. We moved to Berwick Road in West Beach, or like Mark pointed out to me, Lower Berwick. And in the process of moving and living in a rented house, we actually managed to save some money for the first time of being in this country. Things were tough as we missed our family home. We missed our community in Malkos. But we knew that this is where God wanted us as he, as he made it all possible. Deuteronomy 31.8 says, The Lord is the one who goes ahead of you. He will be with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Deuteronomy 1.30 says, The Lord your God who goes before you will himself fight on your behalf. Isaiah 52.12, For the Lord will go before you, and the God of Israel will be your rear God. Isaiah 45.2, he says, I will go before you, and I will level the mountains. I will break down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron for you. Psalm 136.16 says, Give thanks to him who led his people through the wilderness, for his loving kindness is everlasting. You know, God knew what lay ahead. Because when we were living in West Beach, within a year of living there, I was retrenched. Came out of nowhere. And the money that we had saved, miraculously saved probably our home in, in Malkbos, and enabled us to survive. God knows. He always knows. I share this with you not from a place of look how well we did, but really from a place of how he knew how he prepared us for what lay ahead. And I just really want to give all glory to him. The scripture that we all know while, Jeremiah 1.5, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb, before you were born. I set you apart and appointed you as prophet to my nation. I set you apart is when you give someone an air of unusual superiority. I want to declare over you, God has given you unusual superiority because you are his sons and daughters. Own it. Walk in it. Because there is power in that. Just as we declared the name of Jesus tonight, he is the one and only king that we worship. In the next slide, Ephesians 2.10, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. 
So in looking at his perspective, one of the ways I believe we give further, we bring further glory to him, is by looking across back at our lives and giving testimony of the goodness of him directing and guiding us in our lives. Matthew 5.16 says it well, in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Don't run away from tough times. Go down on your hands and knees. Ask him to open up your eyes. Look back at the times when you called on his name and asked him for help. And then worship him and watch him do it again. Trust him and he will put faith in our hearts again. When Maria and I lived in the UK 18 years ago, we really lived a life according to our own will. Not seeking his will for our lives, really. But looking back, I can so clearly see how he blessed us and how he had his hand in everything that we did. When I look at that and I'm reminded, it puts courage in my heart when I'm faced with tough times as I know he has provided before and you will continue to do so. Train your eyes to see things through God's perspective. My boys and I, we love a bit of a bargain. And so we often go around, my close friends <laughs> call me, uh, yeah, cash converters, Mr. Cash Converter. So we often go there to see if we can pick up a bargain. And you know, it probably happened about two months ago. My boy Sebastian sees this tripod and it's graphite and it looks, and I, I'm on my own little mission and he's going, dad, dad, give me your phone. I want to research this thing. Anyway, eventually he got my attention and the retail price for this item was probably a hundredfold to what they were selling it at. So we both decided this, this is a potential deal for us to buy and then to sell on Gumtree. Which I, can, which I can tell you we did very successfully. <laughs> but the point of the story is really, you know, in, in, in walking, in searching for those bargains, I know it's a terrible example, cash converters, a lovely place. But just in that, our eyes have become trained. And so as you spend time with God, I'm not calling you to live in the past because he calls us to look at him into his eyes to draw us into the more that he has. But what I am calling you to is acknowledge what he has done for you in the past. In that, there is power. There is courage that he will place in your heart again. Because whatever situation you might be facing right now, you might be going, how? Lord, why? Just remember the times when you cried out in the past. He came through and he brought you to where you are. Let's put the next slide. So as we face 2019, just in closing, here are some perspective tools. Look back at his faithfulness. Look forward as he always provides. And then look up. He is always faithful. Hebrews 12, one, verse 1 to 2 says it so beautifully. Therefore, 
Since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. I'd like us to stand as I'd like to close in prayer. But this Jesus that we read about here, that surrendered his life, I want to create an opportunity with all the heads bowed. The God that I spoke about, who I've placed trust, who has come through, if you don't know the God who sent his son Jesus to die for us, so that we may be reunited with him and his father in heaven one day, when he shed his blood on the cross for each and every one of us so that we may experience eternal life. I'd love you to, to come after the meeting. We'd love to pray and introduce you to Jesus Christ who died for you. So Father, we just, we stand in awe of who you are. Lord, and we ask that you would just give us a fresh perspective as we stand at the beginning of this year 2019 lord we seek godly opportunities we seek godly courage we seek godly wisdom lord as we enter into this year wanting to go after that which is in your heart lord make your voice heard show us your power father We pray this in Jesus' name.